And a happy good afternoon to one and all, regardless of where you are around the world. Today, welcome to the Rat Network, a podcast hosted by Stuart Brisgall and David Solomon. Are we? I'm David. He's Stuart, in case you've never heard us before. Welcome to our podcast, where we bring you unfiltered and uncensored conversations on a wide range of topics, live, unedited, uncensored, unfiltered is how we love to drive this one. This is the platform next where we express our opinions and share our thoughts, experiences, and ideas, and hear from a variety of perspectives and honest opinions. Join us as we dive in today, especially into the latest news, pop culture, politics, so much more. We deal with absurdity, but we also deal with reality. Deeper issues that are affecting our society. We've got you covered. So sit back and relax on this journey of, of exploration and discovery. So speaking of journey, you know, one of the things that if you ever look back into world history, the gold was the currency. And in the 20th century, if I'm not mistaken, the United States dollar became the currency. And the whole world based its valuation on the US strength of the US dollar. Now, look, US, you know, was the was the powerhouse, superpower globally, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, every country kind of wanted to flex its own muscle. But even Russia didn't try because they knew that their currency was worthless. But recently, the Yuan, the Chinese currency, actually surpassed the United States dollar as the most traded currency. The premier of China decided, hey, you know what? Here's something I want to try and rattle my sabers with. What if I got countries to get off the U.S. dollar and get on the Chinese yuan? Real, Stuart, or just another political jab at the United States? Okay, so let me jump in. As many of you know, I'm a financial advisor. I'm not giving investment advice on BRICS, but BRICS are a multitude of things. It's B-R-I-C-S, not K-S. Now, again, so you don't throw BRICS through you know glass windows. BRICS is also a term used for an investment strategy that came out, I guess, the late uh, 2015s, 2012s, where you invested in BRICS, which was Brazil. Russia, India, China, and South Africa. That's where all of this term began. And let me tell you the commonality between Brazil, Russia, India, and China, and South Africa. They're very much, very much leaning towards uh, non-democratic societies. I hate to believe it. You know, India is leaning towards a non-democratic society as its partnership further and further deepens with Russia and China because the people that run the country like the way China's control and Russia's control over the people. I'm sorry. Oh, yes. No, sorry, David. I'm giving my thing. You shut up. You, okay. Now, you, can give your, you can give your unfiltered, yeah, unfiltered yeah, yeah. The, the purpose, The purpose of this destabilization of the U.S. currency is a dream from any anarchist in the world. And there's lots. People from like Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, because they're stuck living or have been because their currency and inflation and interest is crazy and over the top. There, in bottom corner, David. All right. So if you understand that there's a lot of political neandering, there's a lot of financial neandering, and these banana republics like South Africa 
you know, need to try and control the people and they would rather keep the money for themselves and not give the money to the people. Kind of sounds like apartheid on steroids, except it's black controlled, not white British controlled. So let's continue a little flash forward. Would you, question to all my our listeners here, would you want your money entrusted to Russia or China? Now, that's the first question. Would you like to have your digital currency controlled by a communist government? Just to put it out there. I, so the concept of trying to destabilize the U.S. currency is a dream of Vladimir Putin. Well, dream. The guy has wet dreams about it. Hires 400 hookers and has sex with them to have the destabilization of the U.S. dollar. Now, China would also love to see the United States fall. Its promotion and understanding of how to attack the U.S. Uh, population is something it does every day. In fact, it has big enough balls. It put a fucking police station in New York City. That's what we found out about. I don't know if you know about that. So BRICS is a concept on how to try and destabilize the American currency. Now, me, as an individual who does investing for a living, sees the world. In other words, all those people trying to get money out of China, out of Russia, out of India, out of South Africa, are dying to get into the U.S. economy. You know what, David? Not that the Canadian economy is excluded from that, but after their latest trucker, I'm going to hold all your money type legislation with the War Act, you know, people are less likely running to Canada, but more likely running to Australia, right, as alternative currencies to buy into. So the question is, is this just banter to rattle, as you said, saber tossing, or is it just really just one big dick about to get swatted by the world with the stupidest, dumbest idea or is it going to take the concept that people are going to have to lose all their money? I don't know, David. I rattled for about six minutes. I can keep going. Yeah, but you, you know, I'll, I'll tell you a story. I'll tell you a couple of things. First of all, I know the U.S. dollar, God bless, it's a free market currency. You know, yep. let's be realistic. And when you're talking about free market currency, the last thing anybody wants right now is that rigidity of the communist control. There are a lot of games being played here. Okay, China's playing a serious game of trying to say, hey, listen, you know what? You you said it. If I can get Russia and if I can get other superpower, other bigger powers to jump on the Yuan bandwagon, then we're great. But the problem is, is that like, it's not that simple. And nope. Speaker, Speaker McCarthy spoke about it. You know, Kevin McCarthy spoke about it. He goes, it's a lot of political bluster. It's not real. You can't just flip a switch and say, you know what? Today I'm on the U.S. dollar. Tomorrow I'm on the yuan. There are a lot of factors into it. If there was going to be a switch, it would make more sense to go to the euro, the yen, the pound sterling, or the Swiss franc. The yuan, yep. albeit with its power and whatever, there's a lot. You know, it, it, it's too volatile to go down that path. Now, what China's doing is simple. It's poking at the bear. Stuart, it's poking at a bear. Okay, we, they, there's there's clear, it, you know, fear. There's a clear, um, well, not fear, but it's a clear, you know, it's clear that the United States became is very weak. And what the Chinese government is trying to do? No, no, not weak economically, weak politically, and it's trying to take advantage of instability, infighting. Look, when you when you when you're telling me that it's much much more important to focus on 
putting in transgender athletes into, into sports than it is to defend against China. I mean, let's think about what China's done recently. Send up a spy balloon, all right, that went over Canada, the United States. It was a test, right? China has tried, has, has gone into, you know, every time they talk about Taiwan, all of a sudden they're military exercises. China is poking at the Biden bear. So this is just one more example of why this is, I mean, listen, people are afraid, but apparently, I don't think people totally understand what, what's so, involved here, sir. You know, David, okay, so Russia and China would like to change the, you know, the, the ability for the U.S. government to hold all of its assets hostage. Mm -hmm. The euro can hold their assets hostage. And the sales pitch that the BRICS are trying to give these countries is that U.S. and Germany as the point leader for the euro or the British pound or the Swiss dollar, they all don't want to have their currency. So if you're a banana republic, you're a fascist state, you're a communist country, and you want to do duplicit things, BRIC makes total sense. Because the U.S. and the West or the NATO alliance or the world at large that's part of the Western side of the, 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 the line would see a benefit of not being in that Western currency right. because they want an Eastern currency so they can trade amongst themselves and not risk losing their money. But, but again, what people fail to understand, including the Saudis, is that they want to be able to get their money and know that it's valued in every part of the world. It's the U.S. dollar will always be able valued. to convert. They're not like valued, but holds its value anywhere around the world. And I know, and, and listen, when you look at this um, multi-headed monster that's talking about it, you said it, the names, right? Russia, China. Right, but, this, but, but, dig, right, but, but, but digital coins are also trying to advertise this where people are going to go, well, I don't want bricks, dollars in trouble, I'm going to go to Bitcoin, know, well, which is why you heard about them. No, but this, this is all part of this twist. No, and do you know what, David? David, let me finish. The next thing that's most important, this plays right into FedNow, digital currency. Now, you probably haven't heard of FedNow, David, have you? I actually have, but thanks for, 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 for once again thinking I've not heard about it. But listen, Stuart, but the point, the point of the matter here is the following, okay? Digital currency is supposedly an apolitical path, supposedly, right? There's no government. There's no we, – we, we, sure. we, we ranted about Bitcoin, okay? But the reality is that today that, you know, if you were to go today and to try to buy – real estate around the world and you showed up with bitcoin us dollars and you won which currency is not likely to be taken globally it's the yuan not because it's a crappy currency it's because people can people have more faith in the us dollar stability bitcoin has a as its own value and call it what it's will but the yuan is just not there. I mean, it's not your top five currency. And anybody who has any, who has any financial sense understands that, you know, if the if there was a if there was a coup in China, yuan's worthless. Okay, 
that's the problem. But, you know, this thing, what's going on right now, again, this is what I was trying to get at. If you look at the multi-headed monsters that are trying to rally around destabilizing the U.S. dollar, Saudi doesn't want to destabilize the U.S. dollar. Let me tell you something. There's too much money. The Saudis have too much invested with the United States, with oil and with other things. The Saudis are poking back at in, in a, is, it's a revenge. It's revenge against Biden and his crap. And Obama, too, by the way. Okay? You look at the leaders that are there. Take a look at what's going on since Obama. Obama and Biden have alienated their allies. Right? We've seen it with different countries. They're looking for new partners. It was not a, a fluke that in from 2008 on... Countries like Saudi Arabia, Israel got closer together with Russia and with China and with India because of being alienated by the United States. This is just one more factor. And so to hear that, that, that this is what's happening now with a currency, it's not going to happen. It's too, it's too phantasmal for it to happen. But this is part of the weakness of the Biden administration. We've had you know, 10 out of the last 14 years has been pure weakness. You, you know, Trump was volatile. I wouldn't call it strong, but he was volatile where it scared the crap out of countries. But 10 of the last 14 years, they're taking advantage of it. David, on that note, I think it's time you're going to wrap this stuff up. Well, yeah, let's so let's let's wrap it up, folks, ladies and gentlemen. I want to thank you all very much for joining us for today's episode. You can see we're keeping our rants really under the 15 minute mark. So grab every time you can download it, listen to us. We'd love for you to do it. How do you find us? We're all over the place. We're on all the podcasts. We're all over social media. So if you can't listen to us live Friday on Friday, this Friday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, noon, Eastern, no problem. Go to our go to our website, click on the links on YouTube. Rumble, all the famous places. Our new website will be launching very soon. Follow us on social media. Click likes, share us. We love that. Folks, thanks again for listening. And until next time, keep on ranting.